0: JJ, I had this really cool thing that I did this week. I was with yeah. a big group of people. Okay. And we had this schedule to talk about communication, mm-hmm. right? It's like.
1: This was like a, what was this, like a leadership development dish thing? Yeah, at yeah. Company? It was
0: like, uh, yeah, it was around 70 people. And it was, the whole intention was to help people in the organization learn how to communicate with each other mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. And, um, after I spent some time with the group, I realized that the the primary challenge that the group was having was self-advocacy.
2: Hmm. It was We've it was talked super about that interesting. Before. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And and um and so what we quickly discovered in our in our group conversations um, was that if you don't feel like you can advocate for yourself Mm -hmm. a lot of people will automatically then expect other people to advocate for them not on purpose it's just kind of what happens Mm. and so we started to break that down a little bit like why what what is it that prevents someone from being able to advocate for themselves Mm -hmm. what what prevents someone from being able to communicate positively about what they've done who they are what they think they deserve. Yeah. Um, well, you know, there's a lot of intentions. There's a
1: lot going on in there, right? Cause, yeah. There's you, a know, lot. you start talking about like, um, you know, you don't want to come off as like super egotistical. Like,
2: right. like look at yeah. me, look
1: at how awesome I am, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. So
1: you don't like want to brag, maybe. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but maybe you don't have the confidence to say, mm-hmm. hey, look what I've done, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we did this interesting exercise and you're exactly right. And that's, and most people will land on one of those things and then just sit there,
2: Mm.
0: you know, like, well, I don't feel like I should do that because I'm going to sound like I'm being spoiled or I'm, you know, and so they stop right there. And so we dug into this a little bit and we started to talk about something that I have been noticing more and more lately. And that is ants. (laughs) You've been noticing ANTS.
1: (laughs) Sounds more like you have like a cleaning problem at your house, like you're you're, like, quit leaving chocolate and sugar water all over. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: So ANTS is an acronym actually, and it stands for Automatic Negative Thoughts. Mm. Okay. If anybody's interested in looking this topic up on the Google, there's lots and lots and lots of material on this. But I actually just thought you and I could riff on this a little bit because I think it's at the source of where a lot of these challenges begin.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm a fan of wanting to go to the source, not the reaction. And most people don't want to talk about the source, they only want to talk about their reaction and how to change their reaction in a mm-hmm. situation. And um, for me, it's like the way you change the reaction is to actually go to the source and understand the true action. And the true action in the case where you're having trouble advocating for yourself, oftentimes is, um, well, not often, always is the story you're telling yourself. Yeah. What's the story that you're telling yourself? And we have these running tapes mm-hmm. that go on and on in our heads constantly. And often they are just repetitive, negative thoughts. <clears throat> That have become so repetitive that they're automatic, and we don't even notice,
1: yeah. like a lot of times we're our worst, our own worst critic,
0: yeah, yeah. right.
1: And why we do that is, yeah, is pretty fascinating. I don't know why we do it.
0: yeah, I think I, and and it is it's a very habitual experience with people. and um, and so when i when I said, I'm not going to talk about what you can say to your boss to get a raise. I don't mm-hmm. want to talk about, You know how do you advocate for yourself in one of your relationships what i want to talk about is how do you advocate for yourself in your relationship with Mm. you and i think one of the very first things that's interesting yeah i think one of the very first things to that piece is to getting to what are your ants yeah so how did i'm curious like how did
1: the group respond to that because usually if you're doing like a group event it's Mm -hmm. like Coach Melissa is going to come in and then just tell us what to do.
0: (laughs) And It'll be awesome. And we can sit on our phones. We're
2: going
1: to get jazzed up.
0: (laughs) We can sit on our phones and then listen and then go get snacks and then bust out of here and remember 3% of what we heard because that's what happens when you go to these big events.
1: Yeah, so here you come into a group and you're like, we're going to get really down deep into your emotions. (laughs)
0: It Buckle was in. very quiet <laughs> for the first few moments. Like very quiet.
1: Well um I will I will say that this is, you know, for you, right? This is kind of like a change in approach for you and yes. the way you do these things because Yeah. Um, for a long time you doing strategic events was you know, it was, mm-hmm. it wasn't so deep. It was the more surface level yeah. stuff and you've-
0: The rah-rah.
1: Yeah, and you've in the past, you know, even maybe year or two said, mm-hmm. hey, I'm not gonna do that anymore. And we're yeah. just going right, like you said, right to yeah. the source of yeah. what this stuff is. And yeah, it's a different approach.
0: It's a really different approach and I, um, I didn't realize I was making a conscious decision to do that. And it's interesting that you called that out because that's exactly what's happened because, you know, my business has fluctuated a lot in 22 years. I used to have my whole P and L for a long time was just personality assessments mm-hmm. and then it was group events. And then it, and then I didn't, I, I didn't see myself going into executive coaching and then all of a sudden my business just flip flopped mm-hmm. through the customer's needs and requests to being primarily coaching. And now since the pandemic, way more people are wanting to get back together as a group, mm. talk together as a team, try to bring together all of these people that have not been together for mm-hmm. a couple of years. And so, but I, when they started to ask me to come back and do these things, I really had to make a decision because I didn't want to take the energy to do the rah-rah. I didn't have it in me anymore. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and so for me, if we're really going to come together to try to work on things, um if i'm involved it's going to be authentic things that yeah. are really going to help people change yeah so coming back to ants
1: yeah so here just, here's what i want here's what here's a thing i want you to do now i <laughs> want everyone to do it okay speaking of ants yeah don't think about an ant right now <laughs> Nope. I'm serious. Stop nope. thinking about ants, like little yeah, crawly uh, black little uh, dots uh. all over the ground. I
0: was actually picturing red ones that were carrying leaves across the across the trail when I was in Costa Rica.
1: Yeah. Well, stop thinking about it.
0: <laughs> you can't do it. No, you can't. can't and it. actually,
1: I, I I only bring that up because like there <laughs> is a there was like a famous study. Yeah. In the 80s, where it was like, what did they ask? Like like uh, don't think of a white bear or something like yeah.
0: that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. So they asked people to not think about a thing. And yeah. the only thing they could think about is the thing they were asked to not think about.
0: Yeah, it's, hum- it's <laughs> like how the human. It's like overwhelming,
1: like no one can do it. <laughs> I,
0: I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> so,
1: this idea that, like, even if we th- say, hey, don't think about our negative thoughts, it mm-hmm. almost like reinforces
0: yes. yeah. the,
1: the negative thought pattern. It's really amazing.
0: Yeah, it is. And then how quickly, as soon as we hear one of them, for yeah. ourselves how quickly we try to be dismissive of it or make an excuse mm-hmm. for it or feel guilty or bad about it. Yeah. And and um and that's the really interesting thing because that is what then just proliferates the more automatic thought. Mm-hmm. So so I actually had and so you know 70 people is a big group um for this kind of intimate yeah. question. Yep. And and uh but but this is what I said. I said, "Okay, everybody, what I want you to do right now without getting don't don't get too wound up here i would really like to hear one of your negative one of your automatic negative thoughts and it was really quiet and it was really you asked you asked them to share one of them i did publicly with their peers (laughs) yeah and and then i said okay i'll start why do i have six chins i'm not Mm -hmm. a big person i am not overweight why do i have six chins (laughs) i look in the mirror and that's the first thing i see is six chins and then A voice from the back of the room said, I know I need to lose 20 pounds. Hmm. And another voice spoke up in a different part of the room and said, where do all these wrinkles come from? Hmm. And it began this really interesting dialogue about how we will see ourselves, and without even noticing, Mm -hmm. we are constantly pounding on ourselves Hmm. about one thing or another.
1: Yeah, you you would never have a friend That talks to you like you talk to yourself.
0: No. And we've said that in the past. But this is to the, this is, if people are really truly interested in figuring out how to move past this um, for growth, it has to start with a true quiet allowance Mm. to uh, allow ourselves the consciousness. To recognize our subconscious thoughts hmm that's not uh, that that that's that's something that just it, it's actually it's not hard it's just it requires quiet it re- it requires intentionality mm. so if you start talking about you know so in this group these beautiful people were willing to start to talk about how they really felt and and then when you, when, and, and we're, we just started with the surface stuff. We just mm-hmm. started with the physical stuff, right? We didn't talk about the emotional or the mental stuff, yeah. you know, that prevents us from, Hey, I've been in this job for 20 years. I've done such a good job. I've worked overtime so often and never mentioned it. I would really like a raise, but I'm scared to ask for that mm. because I don't think I'm good enough. I maybe didn't work enough yep. overtime hours or whatever.
1: Well, like from a neuroscience perspective,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? The, you know, our brain is tuned to, like the the thought patterns that happen over and over get yeah. stronger and stronger. That's right. Right. So, yeah, um, that's good and in a lot of ways. They become our norm. They become right. our norm. Yeah. Well, that that reinforcement of thinking patterns helps us in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Right, it helps us become yeah. like really efficient at our jobs, right? Really good yeah, at a, certain at a things. Lot of things. Yeah, but it has it has a a pretty sharp edge on the other side too, which mm-hmm. means that it's really easy for it to get into these habitual thought mm-hmm. patterns and really reinforce the bad, even though you don't really want to do that.
0: Exactly, and the, and you and may the stronger not, those get, noticing. the more
1: mm-hmm. you go over that path over and over, and it's so easy mm-hmm. to churn on those.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's much easier to churn on the negative stuff yeah. than it is on the positive stuff for some reason. Why do you? Yeah. Why do you think that is?
0: You know, I. I wish I knew that answer. The cruel we knew that irony answer, of life. That's yeah, exactly. The answer. <laughs> I, I mean, I yeah, I think there's a lot of. I think there's so many deep reasons, and I, I don't know them. I don't know them. You know, I can take a swag at a couple. I think like social acceptance, right? You don't want to try and stand out from your peers. You want to be part of the team. Mm. And if you start to call yourself out as overly special, then the team isn't probably going to welcome you in with warm. Ar- I mean, I think there's just a lot of things.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's deeper Daddy than habit. we're going to dissect yeah. right here.
0: No question. Yeah. No question. But I will tell you this as we talk about these automatic negative thoughts, um, the very simple way to look at this is there's two ways people deal with it because everybody has them. Mm-hmm. Everybody has thousands of them, probably um, hundreds, <laughs> tens that keep them up at night. Um, but here's how this manifests two ways. I've seen it over and over again. And the first way is the person recognizes it and they have a, a very bad self-image or a self, mm. they have poor self-esteem and they keep beating mm-hmm. that drum over and over again. And so they just, stop, they just stop advocating for themselves and they try to make themselves as small as they can in every mm. situation. Um, that's one way. The other way is people notice that they're feeling this way. They're feeling inadequate. They feel bad because of all of their ants mm-hmm. and they get angry and they Mm. turn that anger outward and they want other people to make them feel better because they just can't
1: yeah so they like seek external validation or other ways to self-soothe
0: yeah exactly exactly so um yeah i just i it was just it was a fascinating conversation people were um quietly in the in the <laughs> they were quietly in the conversation and then as they hmm. went on it became easier. Yeah. So what we then did is we took a common cultural challenge in the business to apply this idea. Hmm. And how we could be different. How yeah, we was, could um, proactively solve it.
1: Yeah, so what's the uh What's, what's, the the, what? <laughs> <mental aunt's> <laughs> what's the can of Raid for our ants <laughs> problem, our mental ants <laughs> problem?
0: What's the can of Raid?
1: Give me the solution while I suck.
0: <laughs> there were a lot of them. There were a lot of them. Because um, what's interesting in the intersection of this conversation, we began to then talk about how it manifests outwardly depending mm. on your personality style. Mm-hmm. So we we could agree that we all had these baseline core things that were exactly the same, these mm-hmm. automatic thoughts that we'd had forever and ever. We all agreed that yes, that's something that as humans that's a that's a thing. We all mm-hmm. have it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then where we started to depart was well what are the what are the things that we can do outwardly to release or address or work on mm-hmm. um, getting better at it and and the people that were the more, strategic big picture thinkers, um, risk takers, are willing to just, oh, now that we're talking about it, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. say, I'm just gonna yeah, wait you're just in. Yeah, blur-
1: blurting it out, right? I'm gonna
0: just gonna wait in. What's the worst that could happen? Um, and then those that are more risk averse, the more specialists, you know, and we've talked about personality mm-hmm. tools and that sort of thing, but those who are more detailed or more detail oriented and cautious, and rule followers, regulation and policy aware people, mm. um, felt very anxious about going public with something so different mm-hmm. because it seemed like there was a lot of risk associated mm. with it. So just in that just in that part, there was a lot of conversation, and it was such good conversation because obviously in the room we have everyone, right? Yeah, we have everybody. Um, so, and I'll, I'll give just a couple of highlight examples in a moment, but the other the other way that we discussed it was if you are more of an introvert or whether you're an extrovert. Mm-hmm. Because those who were extroverted, um, if they were risk averse and extroverted, they would still probably be willing to gently have a conversation about something.
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe
0: not calling themselves out, maybe talking about it more from the group perspective. This would be better for all of us. Um, but it was very interesting how a person's external personality impacted mm. the way they managed their ants. Mm-hmm. So I think this is another really interesting um, call out that I wasn't expecting until we got into that conversation.
1: Yeah and another another reason why you know, kind of self-awareness and understanding your natural brain wiring can help you navigate yeah. through to you know some kind of some solutions for yeah, um, yeah, for ants,
0: yeah. and so the the topic that we decided to talk about was how do you advocate for yourself at work? How do you mm-hmm. ask for a raise? How do you say you want one of the a promotion? if there's a promotion? How, how how do you do that? and um and given all the stories that we tell ourselves, how can we how can we do something different? Mm-hmm. and And it was fascinating because we had, ah uh, let me see, eight or nine tables. And every single table had a completely different perspective, Hmm. which I love because, you know, as a facilitator to me, it's like if you're facilitating something and everybody is just in this rote, do what you're told, everything sounds exactly the same. And after the first table talks, there's no nothing else to say. And every table goes, yeah, it's what they said, (laughs) it's what they said. This was so dynamically different. I was floored and I was so Hmm. excited about excited is not the right word. I was so proud of how that room was showing up and so um, thrilled that they had this opportunity. And I know that they got some stuff from this, right? I know they did. Um, They just talked a lot about if they were a real risk averse and they felt that they had these ants that weren't helping them. Mm -hmm. One of the things that they could do is they could write out all of the things Mm -hmm. that they felt um, would be why they should be able to get what they want you know so Mm -hmm. they they were able to use data and details from their past to explain uh, once they realized they were holding themselves back that's one thing they could do differently Um, (laughs) I thought
1: thought, I've heard this technique I thought you're gonna say um, everyone's gonna write down their negative thoughts and then burn the paper
0: (laughs) (laughs) no that's only with ex-boyfriends JJ come on (laughs) I've participated in a couple of those burning events. Those are actually kind of fun. <laughs> oh! I mean, if you're
1: not in a fire, you could shred it. You could shred it.
0: <laughs> you could shred it, and you could flush it. <laughs> flush it down the toilet. Well, um, anyway, I uh, I just thought this was such an interesting topic because I think that. Ants are real. Okay, yeah,
1: but you're just totally avoided my earlier question because I'm like a, like, I want to skip to the end part. (laughs) (laughs) Like
0: a pit bull on a rag doll this morning, aren't you? (laughs) Well,
1: well, I think, I mean, we should talk about, like, what are some techniques when you catch yourself going back to that same thinking pattern? Like, what do you think we can do about that? Because... Mm-hmm. You know, it's nice to, again, it's nice to now be aware like, oh yeah, I do have this habitual yeah. thought pattern, Yeah. now
0: what? Yeah, I, I, so I have two techniques. Okay. Um, and I, I was actually gonna go there too, because I think that this is, this is really, hopefully people will find this benef- a beneficial exercise. Um, and they're two very different techniques. First one is, when you are with your thoughts, and all of a sudden you say to yourself, Oh, yeah, I have to lose 20 pounds, mm. or um, I have to stop procrastinating. Mm-hmm. I'm always, why do I always, I'm such a procrastinator. I'm always a pro- okay. As soon as we catch ourselves in that repetitive on repeat, and it's negative, it doesn't make us feel good rather than pushing it away, which is what most people do because they start to feel guilty. Mm-hmm. They start to, they hate the feeling. It's like, I'm thinking this thought that makes me feel like crap. Mm. I hate this feeling. I don't want to feel like this, so I'm going to change it. I'm going to go do something else. I'm going to whatever, whatever. I'm not, I don't want to do it. That's one. But instead of doing that, one of the techniques is to sit with it and to ask yourself questions Mm. and to really be with it. So, for example, what part of this thought is for me? Where did this thought come from? how is this thought serving me today? Mm -hmm. And so to sit with it, to sit with it, instead of shoving it away, sit with it and then just explore what it really is. Mm -hmm. Because it might not even be real. Mm. It's highly likely it's not real.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: The other technique, um, I actually had this group do and I love this. And I encourage everyone to do this. And that is to take out a pad of paper and a pen and sit, uh, push your timer on your phone for ten minutes,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and at the top of the page, write what are my top three to five ants. Mm. Okay, we're not going to burn it, um, <laughs> <laughs> but at the top of the page, what are my three to five ants? Set a timer for ten minutes. Set your pen on your paper, and when that timer begins, you just start to write. Hmm. You don't worry about what's in the what's the, what you're writing. Um, you just you can't stop writing for 10 minutes and if you hit a spot where you go I don't really know what just I don't know what to write anymore mm-hmm. then just write that I don't know what to write mm-hmm. right now and here's what happens um, you go into a different level so the first couple of things that you write are gonna be like very you know wrote what you would expect because yeah. well, I need to lose the weight <laughs> okay or whatever but as you continue to do that exercise in that journal you will get to the deeper levels of what it actually means for you. Mm -hmm. Where did it come from? Why does it matter to you? Mm -hmm. Is it something that's serving you? Mm -hmm. Was it something that you said to yourself before because it really worked for you, but you've outgrown that now? It doesn't work for you. And after you allow yourself that writing, um, sit with that and go Mm -hmm. back and reflect on the writing and see what parts are not actually true at all. Mm -hmm. And out of the ones that you've listed, are there any that you're ready to give up? Mm. Are there any that you're ready to give up? And one of the things that you can do to give it up is, and I was telling you this and we were laughing about it, but you can put a rubber band around your wrist or a bracelet or a ring or whatever. And every time you catch that thought crossing your mind, you just switch sides. You just take it off of one wrist and put it on the other. And no, I don't I thought have- you were
1: gonna say you <laughs> snap it on your wrist,
0: <laughs> you get a big like, red welt. Little... <laughs> you will learn. <laughs>
1: I inflict a little bit of self pain when it happens. It's like a, it's like a shock collar for. <laughs> <laughs> no, You're that is train. not the warm and
0: supportive <laughs> suggestion I that I'm okay. offering. <laughs> But those are two techniques and and there may be other more simple ones and quite frankly just talking about it today Mm -hmm. just listening to it today is absolutely a technique for you to have some awareness like you can't unknow once you know something you can't unknow it unless you work really 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 hard to put it back in the box if it's something that's bothering you and you all of a sudden have awareness about it and you hear us talking about it and you start going yep that's mine like I um, like even with body image, for example. uh, Rather than giving yourself a hard time, another another thing that people can do honestly is to give themselves the reverse thought.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, do you remember like the um, like Saturday uh, Saturday Night Live from like it was maybe the '80s or '90s with Jack Handy? Like yes. deep thoughts from Jack Handy. Oh
0: my God, I have a right. book of his. I love. Right, that.
1: but this whole it was—it's like a parody of like what did he? <laughs> what would he say? Like I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and oh, oh my gosh, gosh, darn it, people like me or something like that.
0: Oh my gosh, he had hilarious things.
1: But uh, just the that idea—I mean, obviously that was over the top. But yeah. the idea that yeah. you have a maybe a, like you take one of your aunts. You Mm -hmm. say, I'm gonna make the reverse of this Mm -hmm. is if you take the weight thing, you can say, Hey, I'm I'm happy, I'm healthy, and I'm full of energy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And if you just daily do that as a daily affirmation, like you're brushing your teeth, you say that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You can start changing those thought patterns because again, it's the the thoughts that go over and over are the ones that get stronger. Those are the muscles that get stronger. So purposely train the right muscles.
0: And and to have gratitude, like it, like with your body, for example. You know, people that are like, I don't exercise enough, or how come I'm overweight, or I'm so flabby here, or I'm that. Rather than that, like, I am so grateful that this body has carried me around for all these years. Like, it has taken care of me even when mm. I have pounded on it, even when I haven't eaten well, or I've poisoned it with a lot of alcohol. My body still performs for me, and I am so lucky that I've got it. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, so, yes, I totally agree with you as being able to think about the and and the opposite of that.
1: Yep. All right, these are good techniques. I'm I have to get one... my can of Raid and uh, <laughs> start killing some ants.
0: In conclusion, <laughs> I would like to give you one Jack Handy thought. <laughs> Marta and I were driving, and we saw a sign that said, watch for falling rocks. And Marta said, I think it should say, watch for pretty rocks. What? <laughs> That's exactly one of them. No kidding. So stupid. <laughs> but yes, I agree. I, I love This is such a great conversation, and I hope it's helpful.
1: Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well.
0: Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey, and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.